Texas is open for business again. Yeah, and infections. Open for infections and for business. Now make your thighs like butter, baby, easy to spread so we can make sandwiches out here on the dance floor. Come on, we can do it. Every time I think about, like, open, the word open, I think about that song. Thighs. Yeah. Well, yeah. not I mean, thighs, but just like makes, anything. Makes just open though. in general. Yeah. Detroit Grand Poobahs. I mean, it's it tracks because, like, well, you open thighs to get infections, too. Yeah. Definitely tracks. Yeah. So make your business like butter easy to <laughs> spread so we can make sandwich hell. out here on Subway. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Yeah, buddy. Speaking of sandwiches, I saw an ad today for uh, like Panera Bread. Oh. Yeah. And it was, and it said, are you missing Panera Bread? And my immediate, I was like, who misses Panera Bread? Dude, every time I go to Panera Bread, I'm immediately aggravated. You regret it, right? Every time. I mean, because the food isn't bad, but isn't great either. No. It's like, it's like if you had a friend who could somewhat cook, mm-hmm. and they made food for you. That's what Panera Bread is. The reason oh, why I go to Panera Bread as often as I do is because they have this thing called the kitchen sink cookie. Oh, have you ever had it? No, it's delicious. Is it? And it's enormous. Okay. And it's four fucking dollars. <laughs> Yeah, because everything is overpriced. It's like you can get a broccoli cheddar soup for eighty two dollars, <laughs> and I don't know why anyone miss that these times. Like no. I can just I can just get Progresso, and it probably got the same quality. And it's like, I don't what's know. your favorite soup product? Soup product? Yeah. Are yeah. you are you Progresso? Are you a uh, a Campbell's? Are you a uh, uh, like one of those specialty brands? I feel like when you have homemade, you can't really get the can anymore. Like my mom used to like make soup, and it's like when you get the can, it's just like it's just nothing is like it's all substitution. Doesn't hit the same. No, yeah, nothing is the same. Campbell soup comes soup. from Camden, New Jersey. Did you know that? I did. I saw it in a can once. It's crazy, right? Not really. It's not crazy. That soup comes from New Jersey. Well, it's crazy that that soup comes from New Jersey. Oh, I mean, because like, when you think of like Campbell's soup, you think of like, oh, it's it's comforting, it's warm, it it's like a it's like a hug from your grandma. Yeah, but it's also like a really old brand, and like, so when you think of old things that existed for a long time, I think about like the East Coast because everything started there anyway. Thank you for acknowledging that. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you saying that. But also, I was going to lead into the point where like Camden is the exact opposite of a hug from your grandma. <laughs> It's more like a hug from a cactus, or like just an, or, from, uh, or a hug, a hug made of your grandma covered in uh, guns, or like an unwelcome hug from like a an old stranger with a boner, yeah, and a wrecked penis, yeah, rubbing like a, up against you, an old drunken hug, yeah, that's pretty much Camden in a nutshell. Yeah, that sounds nice. Shout out to Camden though. Um, how was your week? It was uh, it was okay. Um, were you excited about Memorial Day being? 25% more free than it was. Was I excited? Yeah. I think it's weird that people just forget that people are still dying. You it's like free, everyone just forgot about it. You got your freedom back though, Ed. What? Free, like to die? That's my freedom to die? Yeah, you got your freedom back. I got my freedom to die. Yeah. I mean, I always had that though, you know, so I didn't ever lose that freedom to die. So 
I just think it's weird that people are acting like it's, there's nothing. Everything's fine now. Everything's cool. Just no one's still dying. It's not about that, man. It's about being infringed upon your freedom. You're really, you're really, you're really playing that up a lot. <laughs> that's, that's that's all I've been hearing about. That's all I've been My hearing about. My being infringed upon. It's like, yeah, you can go die whenever you want to. You can just go put a bullet to your temple if you want to. No, like, now, now, buddy. This is about my freedom. This is about me being able to 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 do what I want to do in this. Co- I woke up in a free country today. Isn't it weird seeing conservatives say like, "My body, my choice"? Like, isn't that kind of isn't that kind of like ironic as fuck? It is ironic. You know what else is ironic? It's ironic that they drive to these protests wearing seatbelts <laughs> in their cars. That was uh that was mandated that they needed to wear in order to keep them safe. Or their or that their car won't stop binging until they put it back on. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 car. You're not gonna tell me to ride my seatbelt in my car. This is my property. It's freedom. It's America. It's America. I got the freedom to do what I want in this country. It's a little thing called the Constitution, buddy. I suggest you read it. <laughs> like, have you read it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I I don't have to read it because it flows through my blood. I know what it says. I know what it says. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's, it's it's interesting. Like so, people out here just trying to go, like you know, I guess that is a thirst to go get some strange. I think that's that too, because like there's dude, yeah, that's that's. You know, a I, think that's I think that's I think that's I think it's a big thing that's pushing people going out. It's this is like, the week. To, this is the weekend to do it. Yeah, like I think that there there are a lot of there are a lot of fuck boys and fuck girls that just haven't had that strange. Haven't had it in while. like uh, it's been at least two months, three months. Yeah, now? or like even finding new. Like you're probably even tired of the strange you have in your phone. Yeah, I'm sure you're hitting them up. Like the quarantine hookups and shit, but now you can go out and get new strange. Right. So it's like stranger, that. stranger things. Stranger things, exactly. Stranger things, <laughs> and you can get that. And now that's out there, so it's open. You can get stranger things, and that's pushing people out there to go get the stranger things. Hell yeah, man. Um, you know what wasn't strange this week? What's that? Uh, watching Michael Jordan talk that shit on. The last dance. He's been a weepy companion for like the past what five weeks. I gotta say, dude, no lie, it's been really comforting having Michael Jordan in my living room every week for the past five weeks. With that wispy, with, with like that struggling, struggling mustache. Yeah, and just and his jaundiced eyes. Yeah, just and that ever full glass of whiskey that he has, or yeah. scotch, whatever it is. Yeah, and just, just still cognac. It's still arrogant as fuck. It doesn't matter how old he is. Like that, just you can't. You can't shake off that kind of confidence that he had. Refresh my memory because episode nine was, well, I guess it'll ever it'll be forever known as the pizza episode, right? Yeah, the flu game. The flu game, which ended up, which we all thought was the hangover flu. game. Yeah. But turned out to be food poisoning. Food poisoning game. Which is still. Like, I think it's probably a combination of all three. It's still question marks. <laughs> like, we didn't really get a straight answer. Every. Part of the documentary gave me things that I could just write with, except for that part. I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, the I take that bit with a fat grain of salt. Yeah. Um, but you know, oh shit! <laughs> I just realized who's in the building. Hi. I would yeah. stop recording, but I don't want to stop recording. Yeah, we don't have to. Okay. Well, do yeah. you want to like tell the people who's here? Oh, this is Ben and Elise. Hi. What's up, y'all? Fans of the show. Fots. Shameless plug. <laughs> well, well, nice to finally meet you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I'm all thrown for a tizzy now. What uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about the flu game. The flu game. The po- ah, food poisoning game. Food poisoning game slash hangover game. Slash hangover game. 
But here's the thing about that, though. Like, even if it was a hangover, because I've been hungover. If you play that with a hangover, I'm still impressed. Yeah. Still impressed. To do that with a hangover? Because, like, when I've been hungover, I don't want to do shit. I just want to, like... Yeah. Like, I literally, like, I'll get out of bed, I'll vomit, I go back to bed, wake up, take some, like, um, ibuprofen, vomit again, shower, sleep, get up, vomit, sleep again. Wait, are you vomiting in your sleep? No, I, I got. I, I run in the bathtub. I run oh, okay. in the bathtub with right. the toilet. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so that's what. That's my. That's my hangover. I can't play a finals game. No. While hungover. Well, you can't. I can't. But you're not built like Michael Jordan. I'm not, at all. Um, what was episode ten? That's kind of like that was just that was just a championship game, right? Yeah, that was that was him doing the Lord's work and keeping a ring off of Carmelo Singer. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about this motherfucker. Okay. So Carl Malone is the worst person in basketball history, correct? Um, and do we want to say why? Wait, let me let me let, let me really just think about that. Okay, because uh, he's definitely up there. Uh, I can't think of anybody worse. I'm I can't think. To, I can't like, think of any like neo Nazis or pedophiles or anybody else that would really take that crown away from him. Also, he played in Utah, which we know is like the. Uh, you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy than you will in Salt Lake City. Their legs are full of salt. It seems like that. It's like some plague shit. Like, like one of the like um like locusts and shit. Like you have a lake full of salt. <laughs> like it's weird. Like that sounds like some shit that like God just smited you with. Well, that it's the Salton Sea, really. It's the one that happens in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, but you have like it in a city. And yeah, and you named the whole city behind it. it. Like, yeah, this is a lake of salt. Carl Malone sucks. He's wor- he's the worst. He got a thirteen-year-old pregnant. Yep. When and he was how a, old was he? A grown-ass man. He was like eighteen, nineteen, something. Like yeah, that. he was a grown-ass man. He was a grown-ass man. Uh, not enough people talk about that. Um, not only that, but he also like denied the kid for a while and like yeah. had to get a paternity test. Yeah. And then when they got the paternity test, he said, I think they had one or like three hundred dollars a month from Carl Malone. Yeah. While he's at the Utah Jazz. He said he said that's too much to pay. NBA superstar Carl Malone. Yeah. While MVP. Yeah. Carl Malone. Wait, he said three hundred dollars was too much to pay? A week. Too much to pay. Was Carl Malone future before future? I mean, I don't think he had the number of like baby mama baby mamas, but I think it was. I think he he wrote the. Um, he wrote the book on. Yeah, he he set the blueprint. I think future yeah. future just did what future does to things and just kind of like just made it a little bit more fresh. Yeah, swaggy. He put his own spit on it. No cap. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the episode ten of the last dance was the championship title game, keeping the title, keeping the ring off of Carmelo's finger, pedophilic fingers. Uh, what do you remember about that final series? Because I don't really remember shit about it. I but I have a terrible memory. Man, I I remember. I I remember um, Rodman joining NWO. Oh, during the final series. Oh which yeah. I wish I was old enough to appreciate. <laughs> I, was yeah. to, I, was I had no that. idea that it was even the same thing going on at yeah, the time. I wasn't able to appreciate the like the art in that. I I, I met that like the the biggest thing. My biggest takeaway from. The last dance was that I wasn't old enough to appreciate Robin in like his most Robin form. Yeah, because he was just doing. He was out here just wilding. You mean Rodzilla? Yeah, Rodzilla. He got fined twenty grand for missing a, a practice, yeah. and then he ended up making like a quarter mil for, for, for that appearance the during the finals. During the finals, and then Carl Malone's old dusty ass wanted to come through and do the same thing. Yeah, 
but it wasn't as cool. Because no one likes you. And it kind of pisses me off that he teamed up with Diamond Dallas Page because I liked Page and Page is from Jersey. So there's a little bit of like, uh, I wish you wouldn't have done that, Page. But again, a paycheck is a paycheck. But also because like, that's because like, I think um, Hogan's roasting Carmelo on the side. could talk about how he, how he cooked them up the game before he joined. So, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. But yeah, <laughs> there was uh, the whole NWO thing. That was cool. Um, yeah, I don't really. I gotta go back. I'm gonna go back and rewatch I mean, the whole then, series. That and like the everyone talked about the. We got covered that the forearm was not a free arm. It was just. I thought that I got. I thought that got dispelled a long time ago. They I didn't mean, push you off. You know, Brian Russell talked the shit about like, oh, I got, I got pushed. He's he'll he'll still talk the shit about a long time after that. But I mean, even from like the footage that you could see, like, there's no way Jordan would have had the amount of force in his arm to push Byron Russell yeah, the still, distance that he was going. People, People are always going to have something to hang on to. It's like, yeah. I, I, got, I got pushed. Does this solidify Jordan as a GOAT for you? I mean, I think he – I thought he was. Like, I thought he was before this, honestly. I mean, just to – I think what the Bulls do better than any team is they know how to, like – they know how to close. Like, I'll give that to them. Like, I'll give that to them. Like, yeah. they, they, like when you're down, they know how to put their throat, their do you foot think, on your throat. Do you, think if, you do you think if Jordan hadn't gone away for two years that they would have won eight straight or at least seven straight? That's the thing. Scotty people ain't coming back, <laughs> You don't think so? Scotty? Man, hell no. You don't think he would have came back? Scotty was so – 99 would have ended up being uh, – or yeah, that would have ended up being the, uh, the lockout year. Scotty was so mad that he – you're good. Scotty was so mad that he didn't like – Actually, you know you're not. Be quiet. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Scotty was so mad that he wouldn't even throw the ball in when he wouldn't give him the final shot. That's how mad he was at this team. Dog. That was like that was like two years prior. But still, though, like that's still like, he still can grow a lot in two years. He was still getting. Are you the, the same man that you were two years ago? But, no, uh, you're not. Did his, did you're check, more mature. Did his check change? Gro- what? Did his check change? No, it didn't. That's what I'm saying. That was a no, bad that's what deal. I'm saying. That was a real bad deal. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's my thing. Is like. But then again, then again, okay. I don't think it would have been possible for all of them to come back anyway. I don't think so either. Just from a money standpoint. I think that if all of them came back, sure. But I think that's the hanging point is like, do all of them come back? Which I don't think they do. I don't think. I mean, I think Jordan comes back. I think Rodman comes back because I don't think he has anywhere else to really go. Steve Kerr definitely comes back. I don't think Pip comes back, though. I don't think Pip comes back, but. Mm. I don't know if you can win without that, though. Like, nah, yeah, you might be right. That's what I'm saying. Um, I think Magic put it best when he said, LeBron is the most talented player he's ever seen but jordan is the greatest i think which i think is I fair i wish that we wouldn't do that though like we wouldn't have it's to gonna do. be happening i know but it's like, gonna happen I, all but the time. i feel like we miss out we always got to pick our batman but against we, each other man we, we miss out when we do that we got to put the brother man up on the brother man's shoulders you understand what i'm saying instead of putting the brother man chest to chest we got to put them on the shoulders so we can build each other up is that what we're doing when we do that? Because everybody is shit on, shit on LeBron. Like, these past couple weeks, they had that poll come out where they had, like, everyone... I think ESPN had a poll that said, um, Jordan's a GOAT, but they didn't ask anyone under 18. <laughs> I was like, what's the point of this? They also had the poll where he said, who dressed better? And they said, like... like what? <laughs> Jordan dress better seriously with them. Right, I mean, come on, man. We gotta talk six, about it. He had like six button suits. <laughs> I mean, look at them boot cut jeans that he used to wear, dog. Them shits used to touch the floor. He was wearing Jenkos before Jenkos were even Jenkos. But he was still. But they, the Paul had him better dressed. I know. Who's talking about this Paul? They had him better dressed. LeBron single handedly introduced us to the tuxedo shorts. So I don't right. know. I don't know what they're talking about. I have no idea. You can wear shorts to a wedding now. Like, come on, <laughs> LeBron did it. In church socks. In church socks. Um. We should also say real quick, rest in peace to Jerry Sloan. Yeah. Who was once coach for both the Bulls and the Jazz. 
Yeah, like he was the only redeeming thing about the Jazz. Well, John Stockton. I mean, he was okay. John Stockton's cool. I always had him like. You got a problem with John he Stockton? Was, he was good to my association because he's with Carmelo. Malone. That's the thing. Like, it's hard for me to like pull them apart in my brain. Yeah. Because like Carmelo really sucks. Like he really sucks. He really does suck. He's the worst. Like the best thing about Carmelo is that like, Jimmy Kimmel had that puppet. They made fun of him about like he used to make fun of Carmelo all the time. Yeah, I remember that was the that. best thing about Carmelo. Like I'm, it was funnier because like Carmelo actually hated that puppet so much. Yeah. And like he come out like and he would still do it. Like yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. Carmelo sucks. Yeah. Rest in peace, Jerry Sloan. Um, and fuck Carmelo. And fuck Carmelo. Damn it! Do it again. Okay. Uh, also want to send a rest in peace shout out to Shad Gaspar from the WWE. Passed away, being a hero, saved his son while out at sea. He got pulled over by a riptide, and uh, they found his body a few days later. Um, really well-liked guy behind stage um, by most of the boys and girls in the back. Was most recently um, in Birds of Prey mm. as one of the uh, henchmen. And something I thought was really cool. God of War, right? Your favorite game that you play all the time? It's pretty great. They used him for the motion capture and as the body sort of uh, design for Kratos. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you look at him and you look at Kratos and you can see the traps and his shoulders and his chest, <laughs> like those look familiar. Like, oh, Shad Gaspar. Right That's cool. That so is really he cool, lives right? on forever. Yeah, and he really does, War. man. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, I didn't know you, but you seemed like a cool guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, didn't he? He was on like he had crime time. Yeah, they were part of the tag team. I was yeah. trying not to mention that. I mean, but you have to. I know you got. It. And it's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's just it's, a really shitty gimmick. It's Vince. It's Vince's idea. He does dumb shit all the time. Yeah. So if you're gonna go back and watch highlights of Shad Gaspar and in WWE, just try to remember. It's all Vince's fault. It's all Vince's fault. It's a different time. This is like 15 years ago. <laughs> So I mean, but you can still think like my thing like that, like now, though, like from him. I know. So, so I'm saying, like, just, just want to get the time, but yeah, just, uh, he's a ghoul. Let's move on. Okay, so let's talk about your favorite company and mine, Google. Doing some real fuck shit. <laughs> Dateline. Current and ex employee. Oh, gosh damn it. <laughs> Current and ex-employees allege Google drastically rolled back diversity and inclusion programs. Google has significantly rolled back as diversity. This is what I hate about fucking articles is that they repeat the, art, the fucking headline in the first sentence of the paragraph. So you end up just sound like an idiot when they you read it They got to grab your attention because otherwise you won't read I'm the already shit. here. I'm reading it. Just fucking but, get to the shit. Yeah. Get to the meat and the potatoes of it. Um, okay. So Google has significantly rolled back its diversity and inclusion initiatives in an apparent effort to avoid being perceived as anti-conservative, according to eight current and former employees. Anti-conservative? That's right. Pro-diversity is somehow anti-conservative. That's, that's, an, that's, an, uh, that's, that's an odd parallel. Since 2018, in, internal diversity and inclusion training programs have been scaled back or cut entirely. Four Google employees and two people who recently left the company told NBC News in interviews. In addition, they said, the team responsible for the programs has been reduced in size and positions previously held by full-time employees have been outsourced or not refilled after members of the diversity teams left the company. So, giving like brown people jobs makes you less conservative. This was the problem that Twitter had not too long ago that we talked about. Do you remember? I'm glad they fixed that. Well, they said that um, Twitter, the reason why Twitter won't crack down on white supremacists or white supremacist, white supremacy talk on Twitter is because they're afraid that they may 
be blocking or uh, deleting accounts for um, right-wing politicians. So Google doesn't see it either. They don't really get, they don't get the track with that, like, you know, mm-hmm. anti-conservative and pro, like those shouldn't be, you know, know, clashing so much. Like you have to see that there's something, there's a commonality there that you're missing. I don't know. know. Am I missing something? I don't think so. But let's keep reading. Let's find out. One well-liked diversity training program at Google called Sojourn, a comprehensive, comprehensive racial justice program created for employees to learn about implicit bias and how to navigate conversations about race and equality, was cut entirely, according to seven former and current employees. Sojourn offered its last training to Google workers in 2018, four current employees said, and by 2019, it was cut completely. Um, yeah, this is a quote from one employee who wanted to remain, remain anonymous. One of the major motivations for cutting Sojourn is that the company doesn't want to be seen as anti-conservative. It does not want to invite lawsuits or claims by right-wing employees about Google discriminating against them. Imagine that. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy town. Um, what do you, th- like, what, what do you think that that means that we're now at a point where pro-diversity is somehow meaning anti-conservative? It's like, like how, do, how do we get here? It's kind of like... Solve the answer! <laughs> it's kind of like when you, um, it's kind of like when you see people talk about people are too obsessed with facts and truth mm-hmm. and like journalism and mm-hmm. things like that. It's almost like that. It's weird because it's like, this is what, like these, these shouldn't be warring principles. Like you shouldn't be able to like say, well, this, the, your, the thirst for truth is like anti-conservative. Like you shouldn't, you should want the truth. Like I don't understand how. I don't know. I think it's weird how those two things have suddenly become fire and water. According to, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to be very, very quiet. Oh, no. Like, it's going to be in the back. I'm going to edit all this out anyway. So, like, as long as you're not like, "Ah!" you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like, but it's like they're saying, like, you're racist without saying that you're racist. Kind of. It's like it's anti-conservative. So the and like diversity is anti-conservative. Mm-hmm. So what's pro-conservative? Being racist. According to what? According these, to Google. According well, th- according to these employees, yeah. And Google and Twitter. Yeah. 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 Um. In two in two thousand nineteen, here's some numbers for you. Here's some facts and figures. Speaking of facts, in two thousand nineteen, Google's employee diversity rose less than a percentage point from the previous year for Black employees. To take a guess. Point one? No, three point three percent. Oh, uh, and just over two percentage points to for Latin for Latino employees. Guess what it's at? Two, <laughs> five point seven percent. Decreasing. Oh, sorry. Despite increasing its overall works workforce by twenty thousand employees, Google isn't alone. At Facebook, only how many are African American? Do you think? Three people. Oh, three people? Yeah, three people. <laughs> <laughs> three, 3.8%. Oh, I said three people. Uh, 
up from three. Is that, is that, is that three people? Uh, no, I, I, I assume that it's more than three. It, you sure? It could be like 100 people working there. I think that I, I think more than 100 people work at, at Facebook. I don't know. Have you seen the social network? At I least 50 know. people work there. I don't know. I think the <laughs> I think the numbers dodge you on that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, this kind of sucks. You know, you'd think that Google would be like one of the cool companies that uh, are really progressive and open-minded and whatever, but I don't know, man. The more that comes out about that company, the less I seem to trust about them. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to take a lot more than some colorful apps to uh, get me to buy into what you're doing. Or changing your screen every, like, I don't know, holiday. Yeah. Like, that's... I'm not into it. Like, I'm not convinced. I'm not buying it. But uh, we'll see what happens. Let's talk about Joe Budden. This nigga Joe Budden out here talking shit on his podcast. And uh, oh, What was that? Not Joe Budden? No. Oh, you mean Joe Biden? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's All wrong. right. That's wrong. So we're talking about the wrong Joe. The wrong Joe. Well, Joe Biden is out here showing all of his ass with Charlemagne the God. That's the guy to show your ass with, though. I mean... Why do politicians keep going on The Breakfast Club? I don't know. When was the last time a politician went on The Breakfast Club and you were like, I can't oh, that was a good appearance? Anyone, like, you shouldn't go on the on a um, program that made Soldier Boy popular again like that if you're a politician that should whoa be. wait a second soldier boy has always been popular I'm, I'm not let's I'm let's not be this. very clear <laughs> i'm not doing yeah, i'm not gonna right i'm not gonna sit here and let you <laughs> talk right talk now. upon young draco as if you right show now. no disrespect I'm you will show that man's right respect now. in this house i'm not doing this to you right now man i'm not doing this <laughs> at all we're not gonna Kamala Harris went on the Breakfast Club and said that thing about Tupac and and smoking weed and everybody said that she was a she was an idiot and was it's, like you can't gain anything from going out there, man. Like as a politician, like there's nothing to gain here, nothing to gain. Joe Biden went on there and said to Charlemagne, well, with Charlemagne, that if you have an issue with figuring out if you should vote for me or Trump, he was talking to black people. If you have an issue figuring out whether you should vote for me or Trump, then you ain't black. What if that was actually true? Like, what if, like, if I voted for Trump and that's something they just said, like, you're just not black anymore. And, like, all of a sudden, like, my credit score jumped 60 points. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I can't, I forgot. The I bank can't. calls you and said, like, hey, do you need a loan? Yeah. Like, no, I didn't apply for a loan. No, no, no. We're just going to give you a loan. Like, I just went outside and I got five jobs. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I can't touch that slide anymore. Like, I just forgot how to do that. The I police can't. pull up to you and just like, hey, you, over there. Keep up the good work. <laughs> well, what did I do, officer? You know what it is. You know, you, we know how you voted. <laughs> we know how you voted. It's yeah. Fine. That would be crazy, right? Like, if you just can if that vote was, if that and was just real. change your whole race. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think that there are... I think that I think we have a deeper topic to, uh, discussion, if that were the real thing. Certainly. <laughs> wondering why the hell this was kept a secret for so long. Yeah, like... Wait, like, I, that's all I have to do? It's yeah. all I have to do? Wow. What do you think about the reaction? Um, the fallout. Look, I think that if anyone is familiar with Joe Biden and just like how he speaks and does things that for you to be outraged is you're just not informed about Joe Biden. This is the same guy that called Barack Obama articulate. Bright and clean. Articulate, bright and clean. Yeah. That was, those were his words. And before, and I guess. Clean. He was clean. He's so clean. What was, the last time, man, what was the last time anyone complimented your cleanliness? I don't know. Like, I just... Like, has Amanda ever said, like, Edward, you're looking very hygienic today? No. She hasn't. I wish she would say it more, though. I shower every day. And I never get the compliment. I never comment on it. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. Um, like... 
Yeah, no, Joe Biden has been coming out the side of his mouth for quite some time. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely <laughs> wash Every day I wash my legs. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden has been talking outside of his face forever and ever and just now he's being like I mean the spotlight has always been kind of on him but now it's like yeah. hyper hyper hot well yeah but this is how it's going to be when you pick him to be the candidate everyone yeah. and their mom ran I ran for like a week and I got out. I, I dropped out the race just because I just didn't know where to sign up for paper. Paperwork was was shit. It's like everyone ran for this, and we picked him. Yeah, like we picked the guy with a rape charge and a a habit to just say the wrong shit all the time. It definitely came off like I've seen the video, and I'm sure most people listening have seen the video. It definitely came off like a bad joke that just didn't land. You know, he didn't have to even say it though. We don't have to convince us. We get it. Yeah. Who are you talking to? Um. I don't know. Can to, like, what? Like, there's Trump in office right now. Yeah, and him, him and Bish McConnell are this. They're doing their thing. Why do have to convince? Like, who? We have to sell to us. Just say I'm not Trump, and that's fine. Yeah, cool. I, I've been saying like you have to be one percent more tolerable than Trump. Yeah, like it's not that difficult. Yeah, I mean, because we're 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 literally fighting a tactless rapist in mm. the office with our own tactless rapist. Yeah. So I mean, fighting fire with fire, Ed. Yeah, or stupid. eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, dummy for a dummy, dummy for a dummy. Um, as someone who's been told that they're not black enough by both black and white people, Same. I can say this is very, very annoying. But also, not getting me like super duper angry. Like I've been way more annoyed and angry with Trump in the past six to eight weeks. Than I have with this. I'm simply because, like, like I just, I just don't care about politics anymore, man. Like, I just don't, I don't have the energy to care anymore. Anytime something comes up about politics, I just kind of like stare there with my mouth open, just like, I, I can't believe that this is the shit that we have to deal with every day, every week, every day. It's something. Every week, there's a new topic, and it's just as annoying and frustrating and exhausting as the week prior. And I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm burnt out, man, personally. Yeah, that, but that's that's kind of how it's designed to do. It's designed to bring out so you don't care. Like that's how this. That's part of. I think that's part of the game is how it's rigged. It's like you're supposed. To, they want you to be burnt out. They want you to be frustrated. You don't care about it. Yeah. And that's how that's how it's been now. Because it's like there are so many other people that are or more qualified. I feel. Yeah. That could have done this job, and we ended up and 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 somehow. Super Tuesday rolled around and everyone dropped out and everyone just tacked on Joe Biden and it was just like this really weird and obvious thing that happened and it's like I just don't I got like the whole the whole shit just rigged and I, I'm not mad like I'm not mad that he said it I'm mad that we're here because I knew this was like, I can't be an hour I knew this was gonna happen like yeah. he does this right. this is what he does You're just waiting for it to come out man. Yeah, this is what he does. This is like this is like waiting for your drunk uncle to say something stupid at Thanksgiving exactly. dinner. Exactly. It's like, exactly. oh yeah, you know he's gonna say something. Yeah, so I'm like, honestly, this was like a this was this was just a, the other shoe dropping. And it's like, okay, and and here we are. Here we go. So I guess we just gotta wait. That was one shoe to drop. Oh yeah, it's we got another one. shoe to drop. We got a whole other shoe waiting to to come down upon us. So I guess we gotta wait and see what that's gonna be. Yeah. Speaking of shoes. You know who likes shoes? 41-year-old women. You know what else 40-year-old women like? Babies. 
Do you know what 40-year-old women who want babies with shoes on will do in order to get a baby? They will go on a reality show and pick from one of 15 dudes to become their baby daddy. That's a long line to get to. Hey, man, listen, I got there, though, didn't I? Did I not get there? got there. Is this not what I do? You drove off-road a bit. Like there's what I does with no, with no lights. I think you smash through a gate. That's what I do. <laughs> I go off road. I smash through. I go deep and dirty and raw. Thank you. And wet. I got it. Soft. We got it. And hard. We got it. We got it. Penetration. <laughs> Intercourse. <laughs> Dateline. 15 men will compete to impregnate a 41-year-old woman <laughs> in new reality series, Labor of Love. Uh, reality television has always been a mixed bag, and you never really know what you've got, what you're going to get when the start of a new show. This might be extra true in the case of Labor of Love, a new series on Fox. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? A little bit. Because I figured this would have been like a Netflix show. They're the birthplace of Temptation Island. They got rebooted, but they spawned it. You know, Survivor was like the first reality show, reality show. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you can count real world, but Survivor show was the first like network mm-hmm. reality show. CBS. Yeah. I don't even remember that. I thought it was, I could have sworn it was like a NBC or something like that. Nah. Um, pretty peculiar goal for this show. 15 men will compete. I just read about it. Again, they're fucking reiterating what they said in the headline. If you're a little confused, don't worry. You're not alone. Sex in the City alum Kristen Davis hosts a show, and she explains that the winning man and Christy will skip the dating and go straight to baby making. Um, Oh, Christy is the name of the the woman. Yeah, Kristen is the name of the host from the show Sex in the City, and Christy is the Baby baby mama. Um, you complained a few weeks ago about dating shows. Mm-hmm. Does this count as a dating show? Since they're not technically dating, I just don't know why you have to go on a show to do this. Like they just open the bars back up. You can just go on a bar and go impregnate someone. Like they just open up this weekend. Like why have to go on a show to go be someone's baby? Like baby daddy? Like it's not that hard. Here's what I appreciate though: they got to- ask just ask future. Listen, they got two brothers on the show. Um, she is a, uh, I'd say she's, she's an attractive woman. She shouldn't have much trouble going out there to find, uh, I mean, if she really wanted a baby, you would think that she could just go and. Oh, bars open. Yeah. Now. I mean, or at least go to a clinic, you yeah. know, yeah. get yourself a little book and you could, you could swipe through the potential candidates and say, I would like his seed, please. I'll take one seed, please. Yeah. And then you just go and do do the damn thing. But um, it seems to me, I don't, I don't know this for, for a fact, but it seems to me that these people are all clout chasing. Oh, I think it's, that's everyone on these shows now. Yeah. Yeah, but still, it's like, I don't... Are we going to get to see the fucking? That's what I want to know. Are we going to be able to see if this actually goes down? I don't know if it'd be on Fox for that, though. Could be, it could be on uh, FX. Maybe Maybe on the sister show. They showed nudity on that. I saw it. I saw it on the Americans. They were fucking 69ing on that show one time. (laughs) I'm serious. I know you are. You saw it? I didn't see that part, but I know. Yeah, no, they were doing that. Yeah. But I think it's on Fox. It's like the network. Would you go on a show like this? No, because I won't have to work that hard to get someone pregnant. That's right. 
Say a little louder. <laughs> Say it louder. Yeah. Um, are you are you gonna watch? No. You're not gonna watch one episode? No. There's nothing else to watch. There's a lot of stuff to watch. There's really not. There's a lot of stuff on like Netflix and Hulu and um, Disney Plus that I can watch and not watch someone buy. I could I could literally go to the bar and just park outside of it and just watch that because that's the same show essentially. Yeah. Why don't they make a show like that? Like we're gonna send you in to a bar alone and your objective for the night is to leave with somebody else you can do that literally every week and you can have that run forever and if you win you get ten thousand dollars yeah and a and a night at the uh this fancy hotel yeah and if you don't then you get embarrassed and shamed in front of national television or you just get embarrassed and shamed like you do normally yeah but yeah now, but you, now, now you're on national yeah TV, now you're yeah. on tv now you i mean it's worse fuck i'd it. watch that show i'm actually mine too I would watch that show. But, then, but the, you can win that forever, though. Like, you should win that forever. Yeah. It could be, like, the survivor of dating shows. Like, you could just have, like, 21 seasons. Yeah. <laughs> and you got fucking, uh, I don't know, fucking RL from from Next <laughs> hosting the show. <laughs> Call it Too Close. Ooh. We're so, like, we, we need to stop I need to shut up, man. We need to shut up. Just, we, need to, we need to shut up. Write this down. We need to just have, like, That's state your take, fucking idea right state there. Take Productions. State your take production. SYT Productions presents... Yeah. Too close. Too close. <laughs> RL. RL from NXT. <laughs> hey, so um gosh, man, there's really no way to transition out of that, but we're gonna talk about some really depressing shit. So if you have your kids nearby, hold them tight, because we're about to get kind of dark. Dateline! Miami mother of drowned autistic boy admits leading him to a canal, cops say. Uh, Stick with us because this has a long payoff at the end. Patricia Ripley, the West Kendall mother who initially claimed her severely autistic autistic nine-year-old son had been kidnapped, ultimately admitted she was to blame for the child's death at a canal and said he's going to be in a better place, police said. The shocking details of her confession emerged Saturday as Miami-Dade homicide detectives booked Ripley, 47, into jail on a charge of first-degree murder. The arrest came a little more than a day after she reported that Alejandro Ripley had been kidnapped by two robbers who ran her car off the road Thursday night, a report that sparked a frantic statewide manhunt and ended early Friday when his body was found in a pond at the Mikosuke Golf and Country Club. The author- and authority- author- authorities said the murder was well-planned. She actually tried drowning Alejandro earlier Thursday night, but was thwarted when a good Samaritan stepped in and rescued the boy from the water. That right there is really disturbing. Yeah. Can you imagine walking upon a lady trying to drown a boy, and then they just you just let them go? Why'd you call the, why'd you call the police? Right there and then. Yeah. Like, that's... That's hella strange. That's really strange. Because I'm calling the police. I'm making, you're not leaving my sight. (sighs) An hour later, she brought the boy to a different canal. This time, there was no one there to save him. Um, What did you want to say about this story? You have to keep reading the. I got to keep going? Yeah, yeah, keep going. Okay. Alejandro was nonverbal and in the past had attended Greater Heights Academy, a West Kendall school for special needs children. The boy received tutoring at home, and investigators believe the task may have overwhelmed Ripley in recent months. 
His body was found wearing a, wearing a Captain America t-shirt and diapers. The Miami-Dade Medical Examiner's Office was conducting an autopsy on Saturday. Ripley, a married mother of two, appeared during a brief court hearing on Saturday via closed-circuit television wearing a special gown made for in- inmates under suicide watch. A judge ordered she be held with no bond on a court on account of first-degree murder. She is also charged with an attempt with attempted first-degree murder. This is really hard for me to get through. I don't know why. Um, let's see. It was Thursday night when Ripley called the police with a dramatic and bizarre tale. A light blue car forced her off the road near a West Kendall Home Depot. Two black men were inside. One, man, one of the men jumped out, she told Miami-Dade police, and demanded drugs. When she told them she, she didn't have any, the man, armed with a knife, took the child, her cell phone, and tablet, and then drove off. Yeah. Why is it always us? That part right there. Why is it always us? That's the part right there. Like, you want to drown your kid? Like, I'm not saying, look, this is a horrific crime. It's horrible. Terrible. But why is it when everyone, someone's lying, they always have to be a black man doing it? Like, like you're crazy as shit. Like, why leave us into it? Mm, I don't know. Here's another thing about it. Like, if you, if, if you, if you said it was a white man, don't you think you probably would have investigated it less? Well, yeah. I mean, it's Florida, so. So I'm saying there was like you lie. They lie on us for what? I don't. I don't know why. Yeah. It's always us. I don't know. Why? Because it's easy for people to believe that. It's so infuriating, though. No, it like, is. You know, you're lying. It is. And and they even I think they even said in the story that it, it reminds you of like another woman who drowned her kid, like in who strapped her kid and drowned a kid in the car. Yeah. And said there's a black man that stole the car and did it. Yeah, I was gonna say this sounds very familiar. Yeah, because it, it's every story that people lie about. Well, it just goes to show you how quickly, or how how little people think of black men, if they could just think that I can get away with this crime if I just say somebody else did it. Or, if, I say, if I could say this black guy did it, because they'll believe that. Or even like, oh, did you ever see the the thing Evil Genius? Yeah. That there's a Netflix. Yeah. When they shot the bomb to that dude's neck, who said who, who, who did he say did it? Two black men. Oh yeah. I do remember. It's always us, dude. Yeah. Like, why? Because people believe that. Leave us out of your shit. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. You're right. I'm just saying, like, it's so infuriating, man. Like, it is. Because this is a horrible story in and of itself. Don't get me wrong, like, it is. But I'm just tired of, like, of if you're, like, if you're deranged doing bad shit, that's fine. But just, you're prepared to, like, why, if you're going to lie, then you're lying anyway. Why does it always be like two black men or one black man, three black men? Like, why? Yeah, it's always a pack of... It's always a pack of us. Just, pack of pack of knackers. Just, just, just ne'er-do-wells, just, <laughs> just doing bad shit, looking for drugs and stuff, and just... Yeah. Like, we're almost like we're feral or some shit. Like, it's just weird. All we're out for are drugs and, and pussy. Yeah, that's all we're doing. We're just, just driving around. Yeah. It's just... Well, rest in peace to this young man, Alejandro. Um, I'm sorry your mom sucked. Yeah, your mom was trash. Um, okay. Well, coming out of that, let's talk about Chapter 11 bankruptcy. <laughs> I don't know. A um, couple of stores are on the cusp of never, ever coming back. Yeah. Due to COVID-19? Or being just a out of date product, yeah, a lot in of a really aggressive market. A lot of small businesses are suffering from COVID nineteen. A lot of small businesses are suffering. We were talking earlier, and I was telling you a couple of the 
restaurants that are around me are starting to board up. Right. Which sucks. It does um, suck. And hopefully, you know, at some point they're able to come back. But for right now, they kind of just have to close up shop. But that's not the only story here. A couple of these big box stores, a couple of these big name brand stores are going to be possibly closing up their stores too. Yeah. You want to run down a list and talk about each one of them? Look, here's the thing about these big box stores that are closing up. It's like they're saying it's due to COVID-19, but all COVID-19 did was hit the fast forward button on what was already coming. It delayed. It, 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 you can't delay the inevitable. Right. Like it just Because I think JCPenney is closing. Well, don't let me go through the list. Okay, go there. Go okay, JC Penny. <laughs> right, like because that store, because yeah, it was it was COVID that hurt JC Penny. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was that time you went to JC Penny? It was probably like I was in high school. I don't want to say better middle school for me. I think I bought a suit there for a high school dance <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, J Crew. You yeah. know J Crew. Do right? I? I don't know. Do you? I don't. Do you? They make the backpacks, don't they? Do they? No, I'm thinking about Jansport. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's a different J. It's a different J. I don't know what J Crew is. I think it's. I, a, I think it's. A, I think it's a clothing company, though. Do they? What clothes do they make? Uh, I don't know. I I, fear, I picture a lot of board shorts. I think that's. I think you're right. Maybe. I think you're right. Uh, Neiman Marcus is another one. I used to walk through their store and just. I walk through their store and just think, who would pay this much for this? It's one of those stores that are like at the end of the mall, so like they're the closest to the. The parking lot, so you yeah. have to walk through it. You're forced to walk through it in order to get to your car. Yeah. But I've never once stopped and shopped in. I would just see thing. I would just see price on things like, why would anyone buy? It? Like, I think I saw like a twenty thousand dollar nightstand there one time. Whoa. Yeah, and it's like, and they used to, they also have that like obnoxious ass like Christmas catalog. Yep. Have like uh, they have like a, a solid gold jet in there or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. And so it's like I think Homer Simpson bought one of those one time. Right. <laughs> Forever Twenty One, about to be temporary nineteen, or I don't know, whatever. That joke felt that fell apart really early on. Um, never shopped. What have I shopped at Forever Twenty One? I think I might have been in Forever Twenty One. I think once. they had a men's line there. If you dated a girl in the early two thousands, you've been to a Forever Twenty One, or at, you, at some or point, or you've seen products from there. Oh yeah, you've definitely seen products from there. Yeah, never was any good from what i understand like no. all the product all it's like one of it's like, it, they, were, they were basically fashion over before fashion over i think it had like a five wash room before it like disintegrated yeah essentially yeah they were really cheaply made clothing yeah, they made like spider webs and shit here's a big one sears and kmart here's the thing i didn't know kmart was still open that's my thing like, I, dude I, yeah but there was a time when sears and kmart were like they, top they, of the pops, top of, yeah so i was yeah i didn't like that was shocked to me. I didn't. Think, I was like, is, "Where, where is there a Kmart?" Because I don't leave. I don't leave Texas that much, so I know there aren't any in Texas. Sears and Kmart have closed more than thirty five hundred stores and cut about two hundred and fifty thousand jobs over the past fifteen years. Yeah, they've been um, back. Fifty one Sears and forty five Kmart locations were set to close in February, leaving how many stores do you think are open between Sears and Kmart combined? Seven. One hundred and eighty two. Wow, that's way more than seven. Way more than seven. Way more than I would have anticipated. Which I guess if you do the math, that's like more than seven. Well, I was gonna say like one, one and a half per per state. Oh, but I don't know. I mean, is is there a Susan Houston? Yeah, there's one uh, in uh, Memorial City. Oh, really? Yeah. 
never. I see. I don't even go to the mall much anymore either. I just well, go to the theaters. You're not on that side of town anymore. So yeah, I don't go. I just go to the theaters though. Yeah. Uh, Joanne stores. Yeah, see, I've never been in Joanne. I've never been there, but I, you know Joanne's fabrics. Like everybody's knows that place. I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Steak and Shake. Okay. Good I, restaurant, decent restaurant, good food, good burgers, good 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 stuff there, but terrible service. I've never like I've I've been to one, there's one in Houston, like in Katy. There's like yeah, there's one. There's way there the fuck like out there. Twice. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that place. It was good. California Pizza Kitchen is another one. Set to close. I'm not. I'm not surprised. Like I said, they fill themselves way too much. Been riding that coattail of their barbecue chicken sandwich for the past 20 years. Yeah, you've been leapfrogged on that. Like everyone does it better than you now. Yeah. Everyone does. And everybody does the frozen pizza gimmick now, too. So it's like, yeah, what do you have left? Yeah, and then their frozen pizza is like way overpriced anyway. Also, California and pizza are just two words that, to me, don't go together. Yeah, they really don't. Sorry, bro. David's Bridal. I mean, I got nothing on that. I mean, people getting married out here, you know I mean, what I'm saying? But, but, but they're I mean, not going to David's Bridal. People are getting like their dresses made or they're going to like, you know, other... You know, kitchen places. I guess people don't want the off the rack stuff like that everyone else is gonna wear. I think that um, the thing about bridal dresses, like they want it to be individual. Like yeah. this is my design, so you can't get that like at David's Bridal because it's like everyone's gonna buy the same shit. Right. Uh, Asina Retail Group. This is a company's. Uh, this company includes Lane Bryant, Justice Loft, and Ann Taylor. All mall shit. All mall shit. All mom shit. Like all mom shit I've too. never been to that store before, but I, every time I walk past it or drive past it, I see moms walking in. So. Yeah. Moms aren't doing the shopping there like they used to. Yeah, they're probably hitting up Amazon or something. GNC Holdings. This is my favorite one that's <laughs> going to be closing because fuck GNC forever and ever. For the longest time as I've been as I've been going to GNC, it's always been the same thing. Hey, sir, what are you looking for today? No, no. no. Would you like to sign up for our magazine? No, no. Would you like to sign up for our award program? No, no, would not. Would you like to sign up to try a proprietary? No, no. I would not, sir. No. I would not. I would just like to get the thing that I came in here to fucking get and leave. Thank you very much. This is why I fuck with Vitamin Shop. Because you walk into Vitamin Shop, they say, hey, how you doing? Can I help you with anything? You say no. And they say, okay, just let me know. If, I need, if you need anything, I'm here for you. Great. You go, you pick out the thing that you want. You look around the store for a little bit. They ask, hey, do you have any questions? You say no. You walk up to the counter. You pay for your shit and you leave. That's the experience that I want. I think another thing that like GSC fucked up with, because like, they're mainly in the mall. And no one goes in the mall anymore. Like not I'm, for your fucking vitamins. Yeah, like I'm not walking that far into the mall. Like I can just go through the vitamin shop. It's like a one thing. I go in there and get out. Like I gotta go walk to the food court to GNC and then walk. Yeah, like it's yeah. Plus, I don't need this fucking this fucking fake fucking strongman fucking fake fucking bodybuilder guy <laughs> trying to tell me how to fucking make my gains, dude. Is he fake? He's fucking <laughs> fake, bro. And not only that, but don't let it get it twisted. I got fucking muscles under this. I'm just wearing a big T-shirt. You get the fuck out of my face, bro. Your shirt's too tight. Cutting off the circulation to your brain. Pier One Imports. I've never been. I've, I've never been inside of a Pier One. I've never been inside of Pier One, what two, three, four, there? or five. Uh, Imports. I'm guessing. I don't. It sounds like the kind of place where there's a lot of wood, and a lot of um, a lot of. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. We got it. We got, we got, we got, sim- we got, we got word from our, uh, our, our, correspondent. Our, our correspondent, our senior Caucasian correspondent that uh, a lot of white people seem to shop at Pier One Imports. Yeah, a lot of pale skin. Well, there you go, man. Those, I mean, if you ask me, if we wake up in t- the year 2021 and none of these stores are around anymore, I'd say we're all better for it. I don't, I, I just don't think they get to like say, like, oh, it's a damn COVID that got us. It's like, no, it was, it was you sucking that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You were already on your way out. Like just I think COVID did that little they just push. Give you that boot. Like they just got like, hey, give you a little, sh- give you a little. Yeah, they give you a little uh, Martin Lawrence uh, 
foot kick. Yeah. What, what was it? Dragonfly Jones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a pleasure for you to meet me. Um, okay. I think we're almost done. Is it? Do you have an education for this week? No. Okay. Well, then I guess we're done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Uh, are you sure you don't have anything else to say? I think that I want to maybe start um, in in spirit of everything opening it back up. I think I wanted to start to pub our. We're gonna try to get some sticky tick body bags. Oh yeah, we're gonna try it. Right, I forgot we did talk about that. Stay yeah. tick body bags. Stay tick body bags. We're gonna say stay tick ventilators. Yep. Hand ventilators. Yep. You know. So we are we gonna get the masks going? Get the mask. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, those stay tick body bags too. Um, uh, designer fabrics. We're gonna have velour. Yeah. We're gonna have crushed velvet. Crushed velvet. That's, and that's, uh, I mean, we got we got patent leather. We got patent leather. Yeah, That'll patent go. leather. Yep. We got the yep. uh, crushed velvet. We got the velour. You mm-hmm. said we got the velour. Mm-hmm. We got the uh, we, got, we got silk body bags. You silk body bags. Silk, yep. We got we got the ostrich. Yep. We got the ostrich. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Snake skin. Snake skin with the alpaca lining. Yeah. Remember that? that. You know For, what I mean? I think mean, that's a premium cost. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're gonna be going out. You, you, if you want to go out and then end up going out, mm-hmm. I want you to do both in style so you can go out to the club, right? Get your COVID, right? You die, right? Get your ostrich line, get your ostrich uh, body bag, like a real I mean? one, a real one. Yep, yeah. So just you know, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout. We got new merch coming, new merch coming. We um, in the spirit of COVID, yep. And that's actually just, good. That's actually the name of the line. It's, it's state you take presents the spirit of COVID collection, yeah. And the it's ven- going to be the ventilators and the body bags. Ventilators, the body bags. Um, we're just going to uh, sell some essential oils. Essential oils. Yep. If you and you see the thing is, it's like it's a hand sanitizer kit, right? Yeah. So each of the oils is like a particular ingredient, and when you combine all the oils, it creates this hand sanitizer. Yeah. And it's also good for your spirit and your chakra as it's well. It's non-GMO. Non-GMO. It's a uh, vegan. Yeah. Uh, dairy-free. Nut free, gluten free, gluten free, um, pH. Keep your pH balance right. Yeah, it's a. You can put it in your hair, and your hair will shine. Yep, it'll make you lose weight. It, yeah, it's a fat burner. It's a collagen. Yeah, and it boosts it, your immune system. It boosts your immune system, and it smells like coconut. Got antioxidants. <laughs> antioxidants, and it's a vaccine. It's a vaccine for all. Known contagions. Now we're not saying that it'll cure the COVID, but you won't. But we're not get saying it. that it won't cure COVID. Yeah, you won't get it. Well, you got it though. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what we say. We're not saying that it will. Yeah. We're not saying that it won't. Yeah. So if you get the COVID while you're on our uh, the the hand sanitizer, it's probably because you weren't using it correctly. You probably just had a misdosage of the one of the ingredients. Yeah. So so really read the instructions carefully. Yes, yeah, but we got that coming to you. Got you that coming. I mean? Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Right on. I'm glad you mentioned that because I almost forgot. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything yeah, yet. Yeah, we we, we, we're here for the people. Yeah. We're here. Well, I'm here for me. But, and I'm also here for me. And we are people. So technically, yeah, we are here for the people. See how that works? Yeah. yeah. I get you. I feel you. Hey, ain't nobody feel you out here, brother, but I feel you. Gotcha. Um, see, I thought, see, I fucking did it again, man. I said that a couple of weeks ago I was going to start saying the shit at the top, but I end up not saying the shit at the top. I end up saying it at the, at the bottom. But follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at State Your Take. Yeah. I think if we get like 2,000 followers, we can start doing like more stuff on the Instagram account. Sweet. So we only need uh, 1,800 followers more. <laughs> 
check out our Spotify playlist, uh, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. Um, you can add, you can check out the music that we like. The, the, the playlist is pretty cool, you know. Like it kind of like reflects Ed and I's personality. So if you want to get to know us a little bit better, I feel like if people know us, they knew who we picked. Oh, it's it's very clear. <laughs> <laughs> if it sounds like it was on the uh, Insecure soundtrack, it probably came from Ed. That, that, that tracks. And if it sounds like uh, it came from uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo, it came from me. Also tracks. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, no, I'm not going to mention that yet. Cool. But yeah, we got some stuff coming up. So we'll be, uh, we'll be out here. We're yeah. still outside. Even though we're not supposed to be outside, we're still outside. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. Gator Productions.